Howdy! Welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show. We're obsessed with talking about making dough in the restaurant business. In today's show, we're going to be talking about how uh, we can turn every complaining customer, in fact, into a loyal guest. In a previous show, we talked about five common complaints that we receive in the restaurant um, industry as a whole and what are some of the things we need to do to counter it to make sure we don't get those complaints. So I'm gonna have the link down below on that particular topic uh, on the previous show that we did. Today, we're gonna be talking about why actually customer complaints are crucial. We're going to be talking about the how to calculate the lifetime value of your customers. We're also going to talk about the art and the science of resolving customer complaints and in how it can lead to customer loyalty. In fact, in today's show, we're, I'm going to focus more on the art of handling customer concerns. And in the next show, we're going to be talking about the science, which is going to be exactly the step-by-step -step how to handle some of these customer concerns that you may be getting in your restaurants. So if you do not have a protocol in place, um, be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a future show. Some of the other bonus stuff we're going to be talking about is how to control the conversation, how to buy time. These are, again, really tactical things that don't want it to be fluff on these shows. I want to equip you and just uh, show you what it is that we've been learning through a lot of sweat and blood, mostly blood, and again, in hopes that it'll help you make some dough in your restaurants. First off, let's talk about why customer complaints are actually crucial. First off is that um, there are stats out there that show a lot of customers stop doing business with a business or a restaurant uh, when a customer con concern or complaint is handled poorly. So when a customer complaint, each single one of them that is coming your way, it is critical for us to have protocols in place to handle those masterfully and regain those customers back. Here's a question I have for you. How many times you've gone to different establishments or restaurants and you've had a poor experience or a mediocre experience and you've raised your voice and communicated that complaint. I mean, even before you were in this industry, right? Writing to that, maybe go to their website and write a comment or leave them a review or even say anything to the server. We're all uh, most like when the server asks, oh, is everything all right? Yeah, yeah, but we just may never go back. So the fact that a customer is actually complaining about an issue is that they want to give you an opportunity to fix it. So our perspective and approach, and again, the art of handling some of these customer complaints is to welcome it and be appreciative that they're actually bringing these to our attention because they're giving us an opportunity to save that customer. So with that, let's talk about how much do we actually lose when we lose a customer? And that goes back into you knowing this number when it comes to your restaurant. What's the customer value, uh, I'm sorry, the lifetime value of your customer? Lifetime a lot of times is like, you know, let's talk about in a year. How much does a family uh, being your customer brings to your establishment? So imagine a family uh, comes to your establishment once a month and every time they come in, they spend $50. Maybe they come twice a month, um, you know, and every time they spend $25, which is mostly our case. We own pizzerias, so that's our average ticket is about somewhere between $25 to $28. And we know a lot of our uh, customers come in twice a month uh, on average to our restaurant. So if average customer spends $50 a month in our establishment, 50 times 12, that is $600 a year that they spend in our business. So when an issue is brought up by a family, and our team mishandles 
um, those customer concerns, we are sitting in a possibility of losing actually $600. And that is a low estimate if they don't go and blast us out on social media and other places. And yes, I understand what it feels like to get a nasty review on Yelp. And yes, I understand what it's like your team does the best and you still have customers who complain and go on, uh, on social and all of that. And that is not the point I'm trying to make. And I, we need to be thinking as business owners and actually what is happening is that you have a lot to lose. So we need you eat our ego, it's irrelevant who was right or wrong, and but have that perspective of how much we're actually going to lose if we lose that customer. So the good news is every customer complaint is an opportunity for you and I to regain that $600 uh, that we were going to lose. And not only that, they're giving us an opportunity to become better in terms of our business, our operations, our processes, identify where we are weak as a restaurant and how we're serving our customers and not only that get direct feedback from the customer regarding your team maybe there is a pattern of behavior or a complaint regarding certain team members so you need to be appreciative that the customer is giving you that feedback so you're able to identify those problems and cases with your team and so you can be proactive in solving them so we established, again, we want to talk about how are we going to turn every complaining customer into, into a loyal customer, is that we need, when we handle a customer's complaint masterfully, and we do it well to the way that the customer is satisfied and also the business is satisfied because we don't want to lose everything. We don't want to just be quick to issue refunds either. That is not masterfully handling issues. Is that that's a, a way that we actually turn that complaining customer into a loyal guest. Now I'm going to give you four practical tips about our approach that we need to make sure to equip our servers on an ongoing basis on how to handle customer concerns. Again, I'm gonna talk about the art mostly today to set us up for the science. Just the science alone, if you have a, a, a server on the phone who's handling, for instance, a customer's issue that the delivery took so long and the your server is not equipped with the art of handling and the right approach and right attitude, the science is not going to be effective. And that is why we're going over some of these things that may seem to be trivial today. The first tip I have for you is that we need to equip our servers to appreciate our customers way more. That the customers actually, for our servers to understand and be empathetic to our customer's complaint is that a customer traded one hour or two hours of their life, maybe they're making 10 bucks an hour, maybe they're making 20 bucks an hour or more, they traded hours of their life and they gave us that money for food and experience in our establishment. So it is, we need to understand that a customer traded hours of their life and they gave us that money. When we train our servers to be appreciative, that changes their demeanor and the way they talk to a customer and body language and again the way we talk um, again the art is 90% of you know communication is nonverbal when we lead with gratitude we're able to assure the customer that you know we're gonna we're so appreciative of your feedback thank you so much for coming in today thank you for letting us know of this issue I'm gonna do my absolute best to see how we can make things right even before we hear what the complaint is that the customer has when you get on the phone talking to a complaining customer that puts the customer at ease it, it again these little nuggets are to handle these issues masterfully another tip that I have for you is to act the exact opposite of what you are expected to act. When a customer is loud or 
for example, on the phone and they're really upset, they're very upset and maybe they're not being very respectful in a manner that they're speaking to you or to speaking to one of your servers, you need to act the exact opposite. If they're raising their voice, you must speak calmly. And if they're speaking really fast, because you know when we're upset, we we speak also very fast. You need to make sure you speak slowly because again, you want to put the customer at ease. And uh, if you speak the same tone, you're going to, is as though you're throwing more wood into the fire and making the customer upset and you're going to lose control um, of the conversation when you yourself or your server again is speaking too fast, you're going to not discern and make good decisions in the way you're speaking. When a customer is mad, we want to come across as kind. When the customer is rude, you want to actually be utmost courteous. And I tell that to our servers every time they are getting on the phone or our manager, our front of the house manager, getting on the phone to handle the customer concern is that I remind them that you are to kill them with kindness. The next tip I have for you is that it's critical when you're handling customer concerns is to control the conversation. This I've learned from uh, sales training from uh, a business coach, her name is Danny Johnson. He or she who asks the questions controls the conversation. One of the things that I want to make sure our servers or our managers get very good at is gathering intel. And the way I tell them how you gather intel is like a CIA agent and not like an FBI agent. You're not interrogating the customer. You need to be artful in a way that you're asking those questions and gathering intel. Maybe the you get on the phone talking to a customer and they're like, oh, my delivery was too late and blah, 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 blah. They're gonna go on and on and rant for about a 30 seconds and you're gonna let them speak. And then when they're done, they're like, I'm so sorry about the, you know, the, the fact that, you know, delivery was very late and blah, 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 whatever thing. After the apology script that you have, you want to say, ma'am, in order to uh, serve you better, I need to locate your ticket. May I please ask, you know, what was the no number, uh, you know, the name on the order or what was your mask, what your phone number was so I can pull up the ticket. And you asking these questions, may I ask, what was this? And when, when, were, when did you place your order? It seems like you placed it at this time. May I ask when you received it? May I ask was, you know, you asking these questions and the customers answering those, you are controlling the flow of the conversation and you're able to kind of turn that conversation of the upset and the emotional thing into something a little bit more coherent. I personally, of course, like to take notes as, as I'm asking those questions and the customer's answering me. I, may, I like to write things down so I'm able to refer to them. You are not able to make a good judgment call as to what happened or didn't happen if a customer is reasonable, if a customer is being unreasonable, if you do not ask good questions and are not good at it, if you lose control of the conversation and the customer is going on emotional and they're very loud and you're not able to control it with asking a series of questions, it's going to be incredibly hard to, to discern what's the best course of action. Another tip that I have for you in the art of handling customer concerns is buying time. It is incredibly critical to buy time. So for instance, it's a Friday night at seven o'clock and we're incredibly busy. A customer calls and speaks to one of our servers and says that the delivery took so long and they're so upset and blah, 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 right? And they wanna to talk to a manager and a manager at that point is, is handling or ensuring and coordinating 
dozens of orders at that time. It is critical for your server to know how to buy time. Imagine the customer's name is Susan. Susan, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. It seems like your delivery was late, is that correct? And the customer's like, yeah, my delivery took this down. I want to talk to the manager right now. Ma'am, uh, you know, Susan, you know, ma'am, Susan, I wanted to, you know, let you know that our manager is right now handling other customers. May I please uh, get your information? You know, our manager, Cassie, she will give you a call within the next two hours. You are buying time that, if, because at that moment when the customer is so heated and upset, and you have your manager in the midst of the chaos of a Friday night, you're pulling that person into the office, getting yelled at by a customer, that's not going to be win-win-win for anybody, right? That's gonna be a lose on every level. The manager may not be able to think clearly at that moment in the middle of the rush to discern and how to you know, handle this um, issue that's happened, ask proper questions, offer blah, 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 all of that. So this is not the best time. So you wanna make sure you have protocols in place for your servers to buy time and tell the customer, you know, you're gonna you know, receive a phone call from our manager in the next two hours for sure, ma'am. I'm so sorry about this issue. May I have your phone number, please? May I have your you know, order number, whatever information, get a brief thing of thing and have a protocol in place. You can kind of put that piece of paper or post-it note on the board if you have a main board, I don't know what you have in, in your restaurant to make sure and communicate it verbally to your front of the house manager. So whenever she or he has a minute after the rush to address those issues. Another benefit of buying time is that you can verify the intel that you've received. So a customer saying like, you know, they're upset with whatever thing it was. If you have the customer's phone number, you're able to, before you call them, right? Before you call them, you can pull up their ticket. You need it. You can see. Oh, wait a minute! So and so server took their order. Who was the driver who took it? And you kind of have the context of, oh yeah, that order indeed take, took too long, or what had happened. That you have more context. That you can investigate. You can be like, hey, Sarah, you took that order from the customer, or this happened. I want to tell me more about what happened. Before they even you even call the customer, you have intel that you can kind of investigate. Again, buying time is very critical. Another thing you want to do is look into this customer's history. As I mentioned, you know, we log every customer complaint with the customer's phone number and all of that, and we're able to go into our scheduling platform in the logbook and put the customer's phone number in there and see if there is a history and a pattern of this customer has complained in the last three orders and we've given them refund once, we've given them this, we sent them free food again, and what was this pattern of behavior? Or maybe this is their first time. So being able to look into the history of the relationship we have with this customer as well as key. I hope that you found these tips helpful, again, about the art of handling some of these customer concerns and how you can turn a complaining customer into a loyal guest. There is this art, the soft skills that are incredibly important that are gonna be ongoing basis, doing role plays, observing body language, working with our team and equipping them. And these are skill sets that's going to serve them for life. In the next episode, I'm gonna dive deep, talking about exactly this step-by-step and a way that you can come up with a protocol to equip again your servers to follow a you know, a system, a, a way of asking these series of questions and how to discern, you know, how to proceed in handling some of these consumer concerns. So be sure to subscribe to the show uh, so you don't miss uh, upcoming shows. Question of the day, do you get customers who take advantage of your restaurant? What are some of your experiences about that? I'm working on a future show. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Do you have customers that they have this pattern of behavior? It seems like they call to take advantage of your generosity uh, and trying to make things right. And then again, I'd love to hear how you handle those things.
If you're watching this show on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. And again, let me know about that question of the day. If you're listening to this show on the podcast, I have I greatly appreciate it. If you would please leave us a review for Making Dough Show. Um, yeah. So with that, as you know, we have a lot of work to do. And let's, so let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.